What's going on, guys? How are you? Um, I'm going to start out by saying I apologize for the audio. Um, I said that two weeks ago. And to be honest, I, I know that it's a... Uh, I, I, I definitely could be sitting down and actually recording the podcast in my makeshift studio that I have in my house. But sometimes, you know, the pressure of it all... Well, not pressure... But sometimes I have to get in where I fit in. You know, I, I have been doing these literally on the go because the last few weeks I've been busy. Um, and I just had to kind of do it in between time. But I nonetheless re- thank you guys for listening. I really do. Really appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Um, it has been fantastic. This season has gone off without a hitch. And um, downloads have increased significantly, um, so the reach is being uh, being felt, and uh, I'm just grateful. Now, when I was down with my uh, family, you know, a lot of them say, oh, I listen to the show, I listen to the show. I may not comment, but I listen to the show. So, I, I'm pretty sure my family members have gotten used to the idea of you know, listening, you know, at their convenience, which is the great thing about podcasting, that they can go and listen to it, and it will be there, and um, it's fun times. All right, shout out to my coworker. Um, <laughs> he says he, he listens, and I appreciate him listening. You know who you are, so shout out to you for listening to the episode. You are our um, most prominent listener. Um and I appreciate you uh, <laughs> being a part of the listenership of Reggie's Expressions. And I apologize to you because I know you've heard the audio go from bad to good for a long time. And then it went bad again, which will be the <laughs> last couple of days, uh, last couple of times that I've done a, um, done a podcast. So what's on the agenda today? Um, I'm going to talk to you guys about something that, uh, you know, I have been going through more in depth. Um, You guys know that I go through this, but not to the extent of me having an episode. So I'm going to talk about that. Um, I want to first, before we get into the episode, say, um, if you guys are looking for another lane of entertainment and you're interested in getting just a different perspective, um, go and listen to uh, my brother, uh, Dwayne Conley, uh, his podcast, I'm sorry, his page is knowledge underscore seeker 78 on YouTube. So go follow him. He's a funny guy. And uh, yeah, just go check him out. Listen to what he has to say. Uh, he's on the verge 
of you know figuring that out and um it should be a quite the journey to watch and also if y'all are looking for something that's entertaining you definitely got to go watch his most recent upload which is his piercing uh video which i happen to be a part of um told me if you hear me uh and where i was a part of it but if you are looking for something to give you a belly laugh that's that's the key that's the that's the thing <laughs> so it is now time for another episode of reggie's expressions how we doing Woo! <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, it is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions. Last week episode was just talking about my brother's visit fun times you know and I, I do feel like we are on the verge of growing closer and getting to know each other better i'm not gonna lie i do still have my my guard up a little bit um and that's just from previous experiences but you know my brother is it, you know so far it's been a very good dude uh, at least to me and to my husband you know this time around uh, not saying that he wasn't you know before but now i have more of the I'm more aware of what's going on and I have a different view. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to full ass adult, you know what I'm saying? So the, um, it's a little bit different, you know, a little bit different. So it was fun having him talk to him a numerous amount of times. I told y'all a little bit about his podcast, uh, uh, that he eventually wants to turn into a podcast. I keep saying podcast. It is a YouTube channel currently. So you'll get them in video form. Um, I have not done a video form yet uh this season um that probably will be in the middle of the season for me um you know i've, I've just had a million things going on and any little bit of downtime that i've had has been resting so um for the most part i have not uh had a moment where i get a chance to do a video but i might do maybe an off the cuff video you know in between episodes or something like that but yeah, it is currently episode four, season seven, man. Who would have thought that I had gotten, that I would get to season seven? Yeah, there have been times where I thought about uh, me wanting to, you know, um, end or not do it anymore. Hence the long stretches and, you know, periods where I didn't. Um, but, you know, it turned very quickly for me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely something that I get pride from, you know, hearing people uh, tell me that they heard the episode going and looking at my downloads, which doesn't necessarily miss mean that they listened. I like to think it does, but you know, in some way, shape or form, I, you know, feel it and I hear it, you know, from people breaking the, the wall and saying, Hey man, I, I heard the podcast and I thought that was awesome. So, uh, I'm really grateful to be in season seven. Um, I have three more episodes, I think. I think this is 98. I'm sorry. I have two more episodes to get to 100. We are going to have a celebration. You know what? That'll be my 100th episode, and I'll actually do live. I do it live. So 
we'll make a, uh, a fanfare around it and uh, get that on the books. <clears throat> but I, I, this episode, um, we're going to talk about anxiety. We're going to talk about specifically my anxiety. Um, you guys are aware that I suffer from panic attacks and that I do have PTSD. You may have heard me in many stories or maybe individual um, you know, meetings that we've had this conversation, but I do suffer from uh, PTSD and uh, um, general anxiety disorder uh, and just overall anxiousness. I'm, I'm an anxious person all the time. <clears throat> and there are things that I've learned over the years that are my triggers, and that is conflict, which is why I'm not the person that is a quick snapbacker, you know, because I, I my mind is going through it. Um, what else? Um, I Death is definitely a trigger, especially when you're dying young or, you know, someone who has so much potential. Example, Aaliyah, uh, my good friend that passed away a few years ago, has so much potential to be great, was already great, but just actually being realized by others. So that took a toll on me, and those things specifically were triggers of mine. Um, this week was a little different. I think I learned uh, what another trigger is, and that was concern or worry. Um, <laughs> so what causes a panic attack? You know, those triggers that I mentioned um, before can cause it. It can be as mundane or as big as one would think. Um, and to be honest, um, they seem like they're un they're avoidable, um, but sometimes your body just has a reaction to the things that are going through. And I, I guess looking back on this week, I could see it. Because I have been working my behind off, not really taking the relaxation. Like the month of May was a, a strong realization that I need to slow my ass down, you know. Um, and uh, did a lot of weddings, uh, you know, two in one day, one weekend. And um, I was just going, 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 going. So that probably was the, the start of it, you know. <clears throat> and um, in order to regulate my anxiety, I, I do take uh, uh, a few pills. I take Lexapro, I take Lorazepam, and I also take Bupropion. That is the current mix that works for me. Um, it definitely does help, uh, you know, with maintaining my baseline of anxiousness, but uh, able to, um, work through, um, and sometimes I do get more anxious, um, uh, which can be countered by taking another lorazepam or another bupropion, uh, you know, something along those lines, but, um, you know, the, that allows me to keep my baseline. This week, I, last week when my brother was here, um, he left on uh, not this Thursday, but last Thursday, and had a fantastic time. Um, during that week, I noticed that I was going to be low in medicine. So I go and I order my medicine from the pharmacy, 
Uh, I did it online. Um, and it was a Thursday. Um, I did it like Thursday in the morning as soon as I thought about it. And, you know, let it go. And typically when I get close, like I'm getting close to, you know, the, the bottom of the pill bottle, I start to get worried. And, you know, I start thinking like, okay, this particular day it should be here. Tuesday it should be here. Wednesday should be here. So, um, when those things, uh, when that didn't happen, and I realized that I wasn't going to get it. Um, I had taken the last pill, you know, the day before. I knew that there was going to be a period where I wasn't going to have medicine. <clears throat> it's like, Roger, how can this happen? Well, I mean, it's Lake Baldwin that it has to be filled through. So I just have to wait for the mail. Um, and right now we know um, the mail, uh, USPS is, they, they have their own thing. So timing is not really set by them. You know, why not do it sooner, Reggie? Well, you know, sometimes the system will tell you you can't order it. So it's just really finding that sweet spot. So anyway, I knew that I was going to be without medicine at least for a day or so. So uh, normally what happens when I don't have my medicine, I'll go through withdrawals immediately after that 24-hour uh, period. And then that night, the first night, I typically will have uh, insomnia. Um, and that'll be where I'm sleeping but not getting a restful sleep. You know, and I think that's just my body saying, hey, we need this medicine. <clears throat> I ultimately do want to become medicine free, but at this point, it is something that has, you know, helped me keep my baseline. So don't, don't at me. And I mean, if you guys want to give me some uh, holistic uh, ideas to, to meet in between time, that's great. I would love that. But, you know, don't, don't yell at me for choosing to be medicated. So, um, after that happened, I decided, okay, I'm going to, you know, take a Indica. And Indica in the state of Florida is really, it's kind of like the base, base, base of it. Like, it's not anything um, in particular. It's very, like, small when it comes to the actual idea of um, of marijuana, but I take it um, because in some instances it does uh, help with keeping me mellow as well. When I'm just anxious out of anxious, even with my medicine, sometimes that'll be a alternative. Um, and it's an edible, it's a gummy. And uh, so anyway, I, I, I took half. I always take half. That is my normal base dose. I don't take the full one because the full one, it will get you, you, wow. I'm not, I haven't done it enough to feel comfortable enough to be able to reach that level of peakness. So, <clears throat> that, um, I took it, I go to bed as I normally do, and then at like 2 o'clock in the morning, I wake up, and I, you know, anxious as fuck, like I'm nervous, hands are sweating, my body temperature is high. My anxiety is high. Everything is just going a million miles a minute. Thoughts are coming in and going faster than me being able to process what that thought was. And I'm just in a hyper state 
of alertness to the point where I cannot fall asleep. So I'm going and going and going, and I like to call the word rumination. It is ruminating uh, through because it's a constant roll of thoughts. It is one of the worst feelings that I can explain. Hands sweaty, feet are hot, body is cold, laying in bed, trying to find a sweet spot. Tiredness falls, you wanting to sleep, but cannot because these thoughts are going and going and going. Being anxious because you're thinking this is going to be forever. Being concerned about your well-being as well as your partners and anybody else that's in the house with you. Um, wanting to do something drastic to stop the thoughts and the feelings. But not wanting to put yourself in harm's way by going and driving in a, ve a vehicle in this state or whatever. Knowing that you got to get up early tomorrow morning to go to work on your new shift. And there's just so many things that are going on in your head. And you're thinking, all I need is just to sleep. And I can't. It is the worst anxiety that I have felt in a long time. Now, I felt I had some bad anxieties. This reminded me of my anxiety when I first started having panic attacks. I had a moment where I took NyQuil. It was uh, Zycam, I think. It was daytime, uh, nighttime. Daytime Zycam. And I was getting ready to go to bed, so I needed to take the nighttime Zycam. And the daytime Zycam made me nervous, made me anxious. And I decided to take the daytime. And I was all over the place. When I tell y'all, I was bouncing off that wall. And I was so freaking nervous. All I can remember is my body finally saying, succumb, just let go, just go to sleep. And I remember falling asleep, and that's exactly what happened. It happened twice. I, I slept for another hour, woke up, and I was up until about 4.35 o'clock, and then I went back to sleep again. I had to wake up at 6.45, you know, to just to be, because I like to get myself a couple hours before my shift starts. And trust me. I was just all over the place. I got up that next morning, and I'm like, <sighs> I can feel the tiredness, but my mind, I think, is still on. I was, I went from a anxiety level 15 out of 20. No, it was 20 out of 20, and then it went down to about a 15. You know, working, so I was sleepy knew that I couldn't fall asleep and knew if I had fallen asleep, it wouldn't have been good for me because I probably wouldn't have gotten up in time. And, you know, just knowing that I just had to get through today. So, you know, as the day went on, my anxiety kind of tapered off a little bit. Um, I was able to call the VA and get the VA to give me a special dosage, um, you know, for a couple days for the medicines that I, I would be out of or that I was out of. They were more than accommodating. So I was very happy about that. A little bit more accommodating than previous times, which is why I hesitated so long to call them because previous times I felt like I was getting chastised. It was like, no, 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 you know better. You're a doctor and da, 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 da. 
you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, they were very accommodating, and they helped out, and Carlos was able to go pick up both of my medicines, and as the day progressed, I was able to take them, uh, and then I could actually feel the anxiety taper off as the day went on with the anxiety medicine. <clears throat> that I was taking. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, eventually it just kind of, you know, toned down, like, significantly. And then it was a minimum when I went to bed. And then after I went to bed, I got up the next day, which would have been Friday. And everything was somewhat okay. I'm anxious today, though. Um, I woke up a little bit anxious. I did kind of have like a breathing moment um, at some point, and it scared me a bit. Um, but you know, nonetheless, I I was able to get through it. Um, I was able to wake up, and I said, you know, you need to change your environment. Sitting around waiting is not going to be helpful to you. Uh, waiting for the anxiety to die down. You need to change your environment. So that's why I'm in my car. That's why right now I am headed to the outlet mall because I want to get myself some shoes. You guys won't be a part of that, but um, I want to get some shoes because Carlos got shoes and I want shoes too. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, having these things, having this, this level of anxiety is not for the faint of hearts you know had i not had the tools necessary i really think that you know the outcome could have been different and i might have hurt myself you know um not being properly you know uh, aware you know the therapy going to you know the doctors and making sure that i keep a perfect tab of me and my baseline and I say that to anybody who's experiencing this or you feel like you have some symptoms that are similar to what I'm explaining, please go get help. Yeah, you know, you might be able to get through it this time. And the next time it might be worse and just continues to gradually get worse. You don't have to do it alone. You know, find, number one, what your baseline is, as I've said many times throughout this um, this conversation find out what your baselines are learn your triggers and the way that you learn your triggers is by studying your environment and most importantly having a therapist to be able to converse or a psychiatrist <laughs> if you are part of the VA these things you have access to you know sometimes it could be taboo you know because we're you know Hispanic or because we're black or because you know, I'm a man, and these things can't affect you deciding to want to go get help. And I get that. But trust me, coming from a person who had a severe one, even though I have help, was by far anything I would want my worst enemy to experience. And that's the truth. That is the straight truth. So... I hope that this episode gives you guys a little bit of an insight on, you know, what I go through. Honestly and truly, my anxiety is something that I'm always and forever going to 
have to experience. I just feel like I'm in limited attack mode or limited, uh, yeah, lim limited attack mode where I'm dealing with, you know, things with my tools, but knowing that anything, you know, can be a trigger. So it's been, um, it's been interesting. I have been in recovery mode for the last couple of days. I think I've had residual anxiety, which is a thing. That happened when I thought that I was well enough to go off the medicine, that I didn't need it anymore. And that shit came back with the vengeance. It was like Fred, Friday the 13th. Freddy? Woo! Coming in and kicking your ass. Gotcha, bitch! <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, I always consult with your doctor. I am not a doctor. I can only speak from my own experience, and I tell you, having a person that loves you, and that's honestly what kept me going, knowing that I had Carlos and my dog's love, you know, was going to see it through. You know, next time I have something like that, I'm just have the dogs next to me or go downstairs with the dogs to just communicate with them and just pet them until I feel comfortable, but um, yeah, we those thoughts like that, having someone in your corner, having a relationship, having friends that know about what you're going through is going to make it easier for you to talk about it. And the more you talk about it, the better it gets. And honestly, I will say this, you know, even though I went into, you know, Carlos's room because he was in another room, um, even though he was there, I still did get anxious knowing that his concern because he was like oh love you know lay with me do this do that i knew that his love was gonna get me through it and it did it helped me because i wouldn't do anything to make that man sad i wouldn't hurt myself or hurt anybody else because i the love that i have for him and i want to say thank you to my lovely partner my lovely dogs even my good friend uh wade man he yeah, he looked out for your homie. Like, he, it wasn't until the day after I told him, but he was more than like, hey, man, you good? And, and I, I really appreciate that. That really did help. So, all right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day. I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, don't forget to go and subscribe to my brother's uh, YouTube channel, Knowledge underscore Seeker 78 on YouTube. And you can find us at Reggie's Expression, R-E-G-G-E-E. -G -G -E -E apostrophe s expressions on youtube and uh facebook and on instagram it is r-e-g-g-e-e-s underscore expressions all right enjoy your day guys
Reggie's Expressions is brought to you by Soko Garn Productions, LLC.